0: Our gospel this evening is a great one. John 3.16. It is one of our foundational verses that we've got going on here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And we know that means not like vampire everlasting life that's kind of creepy or whatever, but like the life that comes from the passion of the spirit, the thing that inspires us, gives us an eternal source of life. It's amazing. John 3.16. It's a good one. Then immediately following, uh, which I guess doesn't fit on a coffee mug because we don't see the rest of it very often, Uh, immediately following is a very interesting part where it talks about how Jesus did not come to condemn the world, but to save it. And I think that's a very interesting perspective. That's two very different perspectives. If you're looking to condemn something, you can always find something wrong with it. Whereas if you're looking to save something, you can always find something that is right. It's much like remodeling a house. Anytime you go to remodel a house, you'll find people who, if they're looking at a house that has problems, they think, oh, this is wrong, and that's wrong, and this is wrong. We've got to just tear it down. We're looking to condemn this house, right? Or if you find something in a house where it's like, man, I love this window. And so I'm going to remodel the whole house around this one window. Miss Amanda and I are kind of guilty of this. We have done this more than once. (laughs) This staircase is so beautiful. Let's remodel the whole house around this staircase. So if you're coming at it with the perspective that you want to save it, that is a very different perspective. And that is the perspective that Jesus came with. And then, oh, no, darling, (laughs) and then last but not least, there's a whole lot of talk about darkness and light, and I think this is a wonderful analogy. It's a very interesting way to think about it, and we are in a circumstance, and we get in circumstances where we think about darkness and light. So who here has ever been in a cave? You guys been in a cave? It's awesome. And I've had the opportunity, very nicely, to be able to be in caves all over the world. I've been in caves in Europe. I've been in caves in uh, Arizona. It's been lots of fun places. And there's very often a place in a cave, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but if you take any sort of touristy type cave tour, there comes a moment where they decide that they're going to turn off all the lights, where there is zero light and that is fascinating. We don't get in circumstances very often where there's zero light, but when there is no light, it is a special kind of darkness. It's inundating, it's saturating, it's amazing. It doesn't matter if your eyes are closed or open, You can't see anything. It actually messes with your other senses, like you start to feel the darkness. You can almost start to hear the darkness. It's just crazy. And I've been in places where there's been, like, 120 seconds of darkness where, like, it's just 120 seconds, it's two minutes, but man. And then I've been in circumstances where we were in five minutes of complete darkness. And in that third minute, you start questioning your life decisions. Like, (laughs) is this really important? Why am I doing this? But then I was in a cave in Germany where we did two minutes of darkness right at that point where you're just really kind of settling into the fact that you cannot see anything. And our tour guide lit one match. And in that moment, the first thing was that that match was so bright. It was like the brightest match in the world. We were like, ah, stop it, match, that's crazy. But then what was interesting was instantly you could see familiar faces in the room. So when you were just inundated with darkness, all of a sudden, there were familiar faces. And then, just from that one match, we could see the top of the cave. It was crazy. And so in our lives, very often, it feels like we can be inundated with darkness. But if you can find that one little light, then all of a sudden, you can see familiar faces, you can see the top of the cave, and you can find your way out. And so we can ask ourselves, what can you give to the light if each of us just have one match? But if we all light our matches together, then we are able to see familiar faces. We can see the top of the cave. We can figure out the way to get out. That is important stuff. So what can you give to the light? Because God so loved the world that he gave his only son for the light. So we can give to the light, and we can be the light amen do we have help?